Yeah, 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 yeah. VOG, PCP. Yeah, the drug, the drug, PCP. That's what this podcast. <laughs> what this podcast is. It's a drug, people. I'm hoping to get the world addicted to um to my perspective and my um. <laughs> pardon the language, but my bull, my bulls, you know, on a major level. That's what that that is what I'm doing this show for. So you know, it is what it is, man. Nonetheless, this is way overdue. It is um, it is another episode of this here podcast that I do. That um is going to title somehow, some way. I don't know how, but somebody's gonna get a check for this um beautiful, sexy voice that you are now blessed with. So um, thank you for listening to the show, new listeners, old listeners, and um. <laughs> Funny tidbit, when I say think globally, not locally, um, I didn't realize what I was putting out into the world or the um, environment, but just a little light note, not flexing on anybody, but hello to my listeners in Spain. I appreciate you guys. I don't know how you found this show, but um, tell a friend to tell a friend, and uh, especially out there in Spain or wherever, across Europe, wherever this spreads. But um, just looking at the numbers and the charting, and I um, just happened to see uh, that, yeah, there's a percentage of my listeners that are in Spain. So it's connecting, even though the numbers are moving slower than I would like them to, it's connecting with someone. And um, for that, I can only be grateful and be appreciative of the progress. So with that being said, let me um, <laughs> let me brand the show. PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. My name is Derek H. Flint. I am the voice of God that you are now listening to. And um, this show is just my perspective on things that um, I feel you people should know about and, you know, be obsessed over instead of the things you are obsessing over at this point or juncture in your life. And, um, yeah, that's the, that's the point of the show, if I'm just keeping it honest with you. And um, if you hear the bang in the background, that's just emails popping up. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I haven't even bothered trying to figure out how to turn that off. You have to understand what the production team is. The production team for this show is me, a laptop, and a microphone. And um, yeah, getting busy on this mic for you people. So, you know, I'm going to start a donation drive. Just send me 50 cent to a dollar to let me know you have listened to the show. 50 cents to a dollar. It's not It's not that much to ask, you know? Send me a quarter and tell me to go, f- <laughs> tell me get out of here asking you for money because I should be funding the show on my own. And um, that that's another part that's coming too, but I will keep that under the wraps until that whole thing gets going. But it is moving in the right direction and I will be starting that venture very, very soon, but I still will make time to do this show because... Streams of income. I have to have multiple if my little man is going to make it. Uh, dollar sign Derek Flint is the cash app. Uh, dflint51 at gmail.com is the PayPal information. So if you want to send me 50 cents to a dollar just to show your support, please do so by those two methods. And um, I'll appreciate you either way. If you do or you don't, I'm still going to do the show, unfortunately. And um, yeah, you're stuck with me until title signs me and then you got to pay for it regardless. So... You know, show your appreciation now so I remember you when title does sign me. 
Yeah, that's the intro to the show. The end of the intro right there. Um, okay, <laughs> let me start this thing off. I'm just gonna start this thing off. Let me grab my grab my little million dollar notes and um let me just say this. If I see one more person getting rescued off of a roof and there's no major news coverage on it, I'm gonna be disgusted. Well, more disgusted than I am now for even for even having to live on this planet with you people. But um yeah. And but when I say that, I mean just in case you don't know, um, there was flooding in uh, Nebraska. It was a bunch of places, if I'm just going to keep it honest with you. Uh, Nebraska, Ohio, Iowa, and um, there's no news coverage. You you won't see this anywhere on the news at all. And um, it's just sad because we're being overwhelmed with Trump news, uh, what else, what other dumb stuff was in the headlines this weekend, uh, Trump news, I don't know, the iHeart Awards were this weekend, and who knows what else um, they're bombarding you people with, but yeah, you, you would see nothing about this. Two people have died in these floods in Nebraska, there were um, 9 million people across 14 states along the Mississippi and um, Missouri rivers who were under a storm warning. And uh, as I said before, you, you didn't hear or see any of this on the news because um, uh, <laughs> because they have other things they want you guys to be worried about. And um, <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy because this flooding and this stuff that's happening that has people trapped on their roofs in uh, Nebraska, at least, there were pictures of towns in Nebraska that um had it looked like islands that's pretty much what the article said is that there are towns in Nebraska that now look like islands and if you don't know you know why I may sound semi-passionate about this I'm not passionate about it but just understand that I was born in Nebraska um so I I'd never been back I have no reason to go back because from what I understand, it's all fields and corn, and um, the only black people there are the people who play for, for the College of Nebraska. I don't know that to be true. There probably are some black people there, but the black population probably isn't that huge, huge if I'm going to keep it a buck with you. And um, yeah, I have no reason to go back, but this, this story is just getting no airtime whatsoever. And um. The biggest headlines that you're bombarded with is the um, whole terror attack in uh, New Zealand and things of that nature, which might be real, might be a false flag, but there's a narrative behind it, and um, we got to stop the white supremacists. Let's not forget that, you know, like that's ever attempted, like they ever attempted to stop that on a global level at all in general, but I digress. Um, as I said, there were 9 million people who were um, in a storm warning. And um, this is, <laughs> this is, uh, let me, let me, let me stick to the story. There were thousands of people evacuated from their homes. And um, let's get, get this straight, get this straight now. There were people in Iowa who were facing a potential $750 fine for violating evacuation or curfew orders. So if we're, 
gonna get a clear understanding on this. They will find you money if you decide to stay in your house and ride out the storm and if you don't evacuate or you don't follow the curfew orders. Now, I'm not putting this in full conspiracy theory mode, but um, yeah, that sounds kind of crazy to me that they're going to charge you for staying in your own house if they have to come rescue you and stuff. That part I do understand to an extent, but the framework of what is being set up here, it seems so evident to me, but to most people it might not be. And um, <laughs> is it, are these some of the rules that will be in place whenever martial law does hit this country? More than likely, yes. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I, you know, I don't know when it's coming, but it's coming. And um, just understand that these will be some of the rules, guidelines, and parameters that come along with it is the evacuation orders and the violating your curfew and um, the firearms. That's going to be another thing. But that's another part of the whole um, New Zealand massacre narrative that I might touch on somewhere later in the show, but I'm, I'm just trying to do a recap of the stories you may have missed. Just um, being inundated, inundated or inundated, whatever the word is, however you pronounce it, by um, stories of white, <laughs> of white supremacy or white supremacist killers. Uh, you know, I, I want to say people die every day, B, but, uh, you know, as I said, that narrative, it just sounds crazy to me if I'm just keeping it a buck. But I'm um, back to this. Nebraska, Iowa, and Ohio. There are people being evacuated from their homes. Their homes are damaged by massive amounts of floodwaters. And um, as I questioned you before, during the numerous other storms where people were being rescued from their roofs, which is why I led this story with, if I see another person being rescued from their roofs. And as I said before, what happens to the people? There's no follow-up done ever in terms of, um, in terms of, let me just put it lightly, in terms of what happens to these people who are forced to evacuate their homes or else pay a fine when there is flooding and um, just extreme weather events that continue to happen on a regular basis. And if you remember from months ago, I, po I posed the question to you guys, is this the new normal? And if I'm going to keep it a buck with you, it seems that is the case. And from uh, doing some research this weekend i don't <laughs> i am not a climate change denier there's definitely something going on with the climate my perception or question on this is is it due to is it man-made or is this a natural earth pole shift that is taking place that is causing the weather to be such or is it the chemtrails and all the other altering that they're doing in terms of sun dimming and um, just the extremes that they are going to to try to prevent global warming or whatever they would like to label it at this point. And then and I say this is because um, if you don't if you don't know this flooding in uh, these these cities or states that I have 
name to you is that um, it's the aftermath of something called a bomb cyclone that hit last week across the Midwestern region of the United States. And when I say this, I'm... <laughs> Here's the question. It's a bomb cyclone. And if you don't know what that is, it is a storm that has hurricane winds and blizzard conditions. So not only is it snowing, but the wind is blowing hundreds of miles per hour. And it's um, causing the snow to go all over the place. And um, people were just receiving massive amounts of snow in, uh, in March, mind you, in March. And uh, there were... 100 car pileups on the hall and on the highway. So the death toll from these storms, a full account of it, you may never fully get the grasp of it. But yeah, it's a bomb cyclone. I don't know if this is some kind of cloud seeding or some other type of weather manipulation that they put into effect because I've never heard of a bomb cyclone or a polar vortex, or any of this stuff until a couple of years ago. So being that this is all happening now, it kind of, it just kind of makes me leery in terms of the weather and uh, all these people being rescued from their roofs and evacuated and things of that nature. Because it's not new. None of this stuff is new. The first time I remember seeing people evacuated off their roofs was Hurricane Katrina. And every year since then, it has been there have been one or more storms to where this actually takes place. So <laughs> I'm not saying all of this is one big weather manipulation type thing, but um, there's some really, really crazy, crazy weather going on. And um, now, along with this happening in the Midwestern United States, there was also flooding in Brazil, which was sweeping away cars and homes that came from massive amounts of rain that um, fell down in Brazil. And um, that too has a death toll and people being rescued off their roofs and um, just lives being altered and people not being able to go back to the lives that they live. And as I said, man, like what happens to these people? We never see or hear from them again. We don't know their side of the story on the back end, if they were allowed back into their homes, if their homes are no more, if their homes are, are now unlivable. What happens to these people and do we keep track of them somehow? And I only pose that question is because I've given you all the, I've given you two biometric systems. I've given you Neom and Adar. I think it's Adhair. I've given you both of them which are systems that people will be going into in the near future, which are all digital, all artificial intelligence, and heavy biometrics and DNA. Now, is this what's happening to these people who get caught in these storms and have no way out? I don't know for certain if that is the case. But there's just something not right about all of this, and um, I just don't know what to make of it. And if you don't know about the agenda, displacement and um, just weather destruction is part of the plan, if I'm just laying it out for you. And all of these storms 
it seems to have like a strange, strange feeling to them. As I said, the pattern is wild extreme weather followed by rescue and evacuation followed by flood damage assessment and um then you get nothing and you hear nothing more about the story it's just like the twisters that happened in, um the tornadoes that happened in Alabama i believe where um whole cities were destroyed and uh people are definitely displaced there's nothing to go back to in terms of a home and that's the last you will ever hear of that story and it's it's not you know i'm not saying we need to keep track of these people but just just take an example if you will the kids in the migrant detention centers who are unaccounted for we can't find their parents or things of that nature that whole debacle is still going on as we speak and we'll never know or never have an account of all the people who go missing or are traded or trafficked out of those events. So if you think that these events have nothing to do with the whole plan, I'd just say keep a track of the people. If we had a way to keep track of those people and hear the horror stories that they might go through or where they are put for temporary shelter, say a Walmart or something of that likes, of that like, um, then you might get it. You might be aware and you might actually start paying closer attention to these things and know that it's not that far off from happening to you. And uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't say that in a threatening or um, just a silly type way because I'm I'm being serious in all honesty because as I said as I told my homie earlier like you won't care until it happens to you and um <laughs> I don't know what the weather will bring but it's bringing some shit man because uh if you haven't heard of Cyclone I-Day um this happened in Mozambique and Zimbabwe and Malawi now these are places on the continent of Africa. And if you don't understand, there's a city called Biera that was 90% destroyed by these cyclones. And um, right now the death toll is at 215, but the president of the president of one of these countries said that the death toll could rise to the thousands, being they only did a flyover and they're just looking at the homes that are completely underwater and just the wide swath of land that has been um, been flooded. So it's flooding and winds. I don't know if you... They're just very similar. And all these storms are happening in various places throughout the world. And I don't know for sure that they are all man-made, but... You know, <laughs> this can't all be a coincidence, is what I'm going to say. And um, they say 1.5 million people across three countries have been affected by this cyclone idea that hurt. I mean, that hit these uh, that hit Africa and Mozambique, Zimbabwe and Malawi. So 
Let's get these numbers straight. That's 1.5 million people who have been displaced by this cyclone. Where are these 1.5 million people going to relocate to and start a new life? What happens to all their belongings and their homes? What happens to them as a person after these things happen? And if you if you want to know the other part that is a coincidence that seems to be happening more and more with all these storms, there are dams bursting at a massive rate when these storms hit and the floodwaters crest to a certain point. And um, it's, it's just, it happens too frequently for it to just be, for it to just be some sporadic weather events that happen in different places at different times. And I, I, I could be crazy. I could be far-fetched for saying like that these are not, that these are, you know, somehow all related or all man-made. That's not my point with the whole story. My point of the whole thing and telling you all of this is what happens to the people? I Yo, that's 1.5 million people in uh, three places in Africa. And you have Brazil where there are thousands of people who are being displaced. Then you have the 9 million people who are under the storm warning or flood watch in, um, here in America. If you don't get the picture, that's a couple million people who are potentially affected, or hundreds of thousands of people. Let me not put it in the M's. There are hundreds of thousands of people who are being displaced, and their lives are pretty much have to start anew due to these events that are happening. And um, if you don't, like, I can't spell it out for you people. I'm just putting it out there as a picture for you to see and for you to try to grasp exactly what I'm trying to get at here. But it's a lot of people who are um, who are pretty much being displaced and uh, their way of life is disrupted and they might never be able to go back. And <laughs> there's another story um, from my sweet place of Georgia that I lived. And uh, uh, it's another thing where you might not have to move, but your life is going to change drastically. And this is out of Fulton County, Georgia. And it's since mid-November, um, the heavy rains caused more than 40 million gallons of untreated sewage to spill into waterways such as the Chattahoochee River. Now, if you understand the Flint water crisis, you'll kind of understand what I'm going here. There were six separate instances where more than a million gallons of untreated sewage were spilled at a, at a time. So, Let's get this straight. And there was one 14 million gallon spill in January, which was the worst in Georgia in five years. Get that understood, people. 14 million gallons of untreated sewage spilled out into a river in Georgia. Nobody's going to jail over this. 
Nobody, this is just a story that's on the low that you will not see or hear about unless, unless, you know, <laughs> unless you study it and research all this stuff like I do, but you're not a, you're not a crazy mad person like me. So you probably have no idea this is going on, but let's get this straight. That is untreated sewage water spilling over into the fresh water supply and uncontaminated water that flows down and provides life, whether it be watering crops, uh, drinking water, water you shower in, water that winds up in your house that now has untreated sewage in it if you live in Georgia. So <laughs> you, you can't make this stuff up, man. And if you think that um, this has no effect on the people, look at the people in Flint who didn't know or they were told that they weren't being affected by these things. But then in hindsight, they turned around and they were being affected by these things. So let's not get it twisted as if um, everything is all hunky-dory because there's going to be some people who have to move or whose lives will be disrupted in a great manner due to this um, sewage spill and flooding that is happening in Georgia. So we have to understand that there are levels to this game that is being played. And um, <laughs> I don't know if that Georgia thing is like a gentrification move or something else, but, you know, untreated sewage into a water supply. And there are probably people in Georgia who are completely unaware of this. And here's the thing. That should be headline news nationally, but it's not. And you, you kind of... <laughs> I'm just trying to help everybody see through the through the BS that they feed you on um on a regular level on all these major news channels. And um while you're being inundated with uh the shooting in New Zealand and then uh there was one today that happened on a tram too and uh where was it? Hold on. It was somewhere. It's somewhere somewhere. I got to get the notes to that, man. But um as a, well, while I'm down south, let me keep it on another another thing that happened over the weekend that you people probably heard nothing about. There was a, a, a fire at a petrochemical plant in a Deer Park, Texas, which uh, broke out Sunday night, which was last night, and burned until this morning. And there were eight tanks were on fire before it was over with. Now, from what I understand, this petrochemical facility is like a gas refinery type place where there are toxic chemicals being used. And um, <laughs> yeah, there's toxic chemicals on fire spreading throughout the air. But meanwhile, the officials in Texas will tell you that the air quality is okay and there was nothing wrong with it. And you know, it was just a little fire. Nothing to see here. It's just a little fire. Don't don't nothing to be up in arms about. It's just, you know, a little accident at a petrochemical facility that um people are breathing in these fumes. So this happened over the weekend and there wasn't any news coverage on it. 
and it's it just seems crazy to me that this is something that I have to find out about from the internet and social media where um <laughs> a, a petrochemical fire spread yeah that can't be good for the environment and for the air you breathe and just for the people who live in that vicinity on a whole so that happened over the weekend as well but um you didn't see or hear anything about it but they pushed the New Zealand thing and they pushed uh the whole white supremacy narrative and they gave you the narrative that uh New Zealand was going to change their gun laws a little bit after the shooting happened and then the narrative became why can't America do this and um <laughs> are they coming for your guns not right now slowly but surely though uh, that rhetoric and narrative is heating up. And um, these events that happened in New Zealand and uh, other places are going to push that narrative here at home, whether you like it or not. And um, that has nothing to do with the stories I'm giving you, if I'm being completely honest. But those they gave you the mass shootings on a full scale, but the flooding, the petrochemical fire, and um, the people whose lives have now been displaced and their histories destroyed and their homes destroyed, you saw no news coverage on that at all. So as I pose the question to you again, what is the news telling you? I just hope you're getting the clearer picture that, you know, nothing. <laughs> the news is telling you nothing you need to know because there are people in Texas who probably have no clue about um about the whole petrochemical fire. There's people in Georgia who have no clue about the sewage spill that's now probably contaminating their drinking water and the water they're showering in. But it's not on the news because they only tell you what they want you to know. And people own these channels, so just understand the narrative here, people. And um as I said they got the whole college admissions thing that's being pushed as well. And uh, here's the kicker on that shit is that, um, is that, you know, it's not only that these people are um, getting their kids into college. You have to understand these people get their kids jobs too. So if all the city jobs are taken by people who look like they don't even want a city job, that's because somebody got them in. And it's more than likely one of their rich relatives with pull. I know someone right now who's a cop and got in before a lot of other people ahead of him due to the fact that he had a relative on the force who was a captain or sergeant or lieutenant. So don't only think that whole rich people paying for the kids to get into college. It doesn't stop there. They run stuff as well and get posh positions due to the fact of where their degree came from. So, you know, even though it seems like the narrative is switching to, you know, I, don't, I can't say it like that. It's switching to affluent people crimes. It's pushing the weather and the drastic other stuff that is happening to the background. Like we, Fran, France was in week 17 or 18 this weekend. You heard not a peep about it whatsoever. But they pushed 
the shooting agenda on you all weekend and just realize that. And then next comes March Madness and then you'll forget about everything. But this is why I do this show because I have to keep you aware of everything. And I think I might even title this show like, I think water might be a problem. (laughs) Because every one of these instances, it's heavy rains and flooding that is displacing people and we don't know what happens to all of these people. And that is the part about it that worries me if I'm going to um, really keep it a buck with you. And this is just a, the recap of the stories you missed this weekend, weather-wise and really affecting people's lives. But you get fed the whole we need gun reform thing and the uh, New Zealand shooting all weekend because that's more important than... um them letting you know that the weather is really, really crazy right now. And, um, yeah, yeah, it, it makes no sense whatsoever if I'm just keeping it a buck with you. But just, you know, I just wish we had a way to keep track of the people because <laughs> I don't know what's happening to them. I just hope for, you know, their sake they don't wind up in a Walmart camp somewhere and wind up like these... uh these kids who are separated from their parents and um, <laughs> we have no clue what's happening to them, but there's been stories of sexual abuse and um, we don't know what's happening with all these people, the migrants, the kids, everything, the people who've been displaced by the flooding, the people who've been um, caught in the dark in Venezuela who are uh, who just got electricity back sporadically and that whole cool that's going on. Don't get it twisted. There are a massive amounts of people going missing during all of these things. It's just that you'll never hear about them because, you know, there's other agendas that are being pushed. So I'm just trying to keep you abreast of, you know, is this really the new norm with the weather and what happens to the people? Because a bomb cyclone and all this flooding, like flooding in Africa, I don't. Listen, as I said, I didn't graduate college, so I could be dumb, but I don't think it's supposed to flood in Africa like like it did, wiping out whole cities and having thousands of deaths and millions of people displaced. It's the kind of the desert still, so I don't think that's supposed to happen. But again, I could be wrong. And um, yeah, I just want to know what happens to the people. If I'm really keeping it a buck with you. I mean, this weather is not going to change. We ain't got the, we don't have the power to change whatever agenda they are pushing with the weather. But um, as of right now, I just want to keep track of the people, to be honest, man. Because, listen, you won't care until it's happening near you or to somebody you know. And this is my problem is that I care even when it's not happening anywhere around me or to anyone I know of. And does that make me paranoid or crazy? Maybe. But I'd rather know about it and be prepared than have the shit hit the fan and then I'd be like, damn, I didn't know at all. And that is why I do this show, because I have to inform you people that these things are happening. Regardless of the narrative that they're pushing in front of you in terms of news and television and entertainment, 
there's sewage water spilling. There's petrochemical fires leaking hazardous toxins into the air. And there are floods and famines and a whole bunch of other stuff that is happening right now as we speak. It's just not happening anywhere near you. So you think it doesn't matter. But the fact of the matter is, is that it matters. And it has an effect on you, whether you want to believe it or not. And, um, yeah, I'm just trying to help you understand that, you know, maybe you should pay attention to things other than your mainstream media because they are not telling you a thing. And, uh, listen, if you're going to pray for anybody, pray for these people who are getting displaced and their homes destroyed and things of that nature because we don't know what happens to them. And that is pretty much the gist of the show is that I just wonder what happens to the people because this is not normal. It's not. And regardless of what they tell you, and they tell you flat out that it's only going to get worse from here on out in terms of the weather. And they, they told you this just outright and blatant that it's only going to get worse. So I don't know what to tell you. All I can say is hug your loved ones, be prepared. And if you have people in Nebraska, Ohio, Iowa, Georgia, Brazil, or Africa, please check on your peoples because they're going through some shit that the news is not even telling you about. And it's a shame, but listen, I don't expect any better from them. And uh, neither should you. That's just the, the gist of it, man. Um yeah, that is it, man. I, I, that's it for the show because I can't even, I can't combine this with another topic. There's no way for me to do so and uh, still come across as coherent. But uh, this is about the most coherent you're ever going to hear me because I haven't taken any polls. I haven't hit the pen in a couple hours. I keep it so honest with you. I haven't hit the pen in a couple hours. So, uh, yeah, this is about coherent as you're going to get me. And, uh, yeah, I'm just updating you on um this wild weather and yeah, water water might be the end of it, man. As messed up as it sounds, that it's sad but true, man. So uh just protect yourself, protect your loved ones and uh just be aware of what's happening in other places other than your locality or your state or your country because you think it doesn't affect you, but it does, people. Um, that's it for the show, man. Uh, what happens to the people? I'm really, really want to know, man. Uh, that's it. This is VOG Podcast, PC Podcast. Sorry for the gloomy show, people, but, you know, I have to inform you while, you know, I entertain you with my dumbness sometimes, and I make you feel smart about how dumb I am. So I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I kept you aware of what was going on weather-wise, not only locally, but globally. And just to give you some events to let you know that you think you got it bad. There are people who we may never hear from again and who will just disappear after these strange weather events and the world won't even take notice. And you think it's funny until it's somebody you know. And it might be coming 
to a town near you very, very soon. Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, PC Podcast, VLG Podcast. I am Derek H. Flint. Dollar sign Derek Flint. Dflint51 at gmail.com is the PayPal. And um, I appreciate you listening. I'm about 120 listens away from a small, small milestone. I still have to get a million plus listens for me to even feel good about doing this show. But slowly but surely, the numbers are still ticking upward. So I'm doing something right, but I appreciate you for listening either way, man. Until next time, people, enjoy your week, hug your loved ones, stay safe, beloved, don't do anything crazy, and um, yo, pay attention, keep your eyes open, look up, and uh, if you see a 5G tower near a school, please do something, because uh, I don't know if all these reports are true, but um, there's there are a lot of cancer warnings or cancer rumors going around by low places near these 5G towers, so Keep your keep your eyes up and um look out for these five G towers, people, and keep your people safe, man. PC podcast, VLG podcast. I am the voice of God, Derek H. Flint. It is all my pleasure to be here rambling for you people. I appreciate you for listening either way, man. That's it for tonight. I appreciate you. Until next time, everybody, be safe. One.